Are you ready? Is it recording now? Yeah, this is just... We, I'm not going to use this part. But... Okay, good. Alright, are you prepared? Oops. Uh-oh, lights went out. I got it. Can't possibly record there's no <laughs> in the light. dark. What are we going to do? I'm just like down. Okay. It's a lot different than last time. I know, because now you're acclaimed. <laughs> <laughs> Self-acclaimed. <laughs> Hello and welcome to The Shakedown. I'm your host, Tyler Mertens, and with me I have, returning for the first time <laughs> in a year. My energy's a lot higher this time around, if we went back and listened to it. Emily Palefka. Hi, Emily. Thanks. Thanks for having me Wow, back. the live audience just gave us a really good cheer. Yeah, well. That was good. Um, I'm excited to be back. Thank you for having me. Mm. We're a lot different. This is almost a year ago. Think of how different your life is right now. It's a lot different. And I feel more comfortable talking in on a recording than I did the first time you like shoved me in front of the like screen. Here. <laughs> when you had this idea. Yeah, well, I think, one, you're a more mature, mature woman. <laughs> <laughs> Two... You've had more experience in front of people, probably a little bit more now. It's been over That's a year. True. And three, this thing's a lot less intrusive than the uh, this microphone, than the big, gigantic computer we recorded on. Mm -hmm. Plus, we're in your own room, which you're probably more comfortable in. That's true. I feel a lot safer of factors. Here. Yeah, that's good. Mm -hmm. Much safer in this <laughs> gigantic, clean room. Now. <laughs> Thank God uh, it's uh, just audio. But um, no offense. No, that's <laughs> fine. Thank you. <laughs> so, how's your life different now? Last time we did this was, it went up in August. It went up mm -hmm. on August 28th. This is, what right. day is today? September... September 18th. 18th? Mm-hmm. And this will go up on next Wednesday, which is the 18 plus 6, 22nd. Oh. So, over a year. Okay. What were you doing then? Let's wow. think back. In uh, about August, could have been June, July of 2013. What was I doing then? Well, I was living at home. I was working with little kids at a, a summer camp. And uh, I was living with three different girls that I'm living with now. So mm. my life was completely different. Well, yeah, it's a total turnaround in the yeah. front of the roommates. I'm living in a new house with new people. Um, a lot of my friends graduated and went to live in other places. So I'm, you know, dealing with new people. I know. I don't really want to talk to it. But it makes me sad. <laughs> but, uh, so, I think... Personality-wise, I'm still the same, but uh, life-wise, I've been doing completely different things. That's exciting. Yeah, it has been really good. My phone just whistled. I'm sorry <laughs> if, if you heard that or if anybody heard that. No, it's okay. It wasn't I being was kind of scared at first. But... I'm going to turn that down. I mm -hmm. thought it was off, but nope, it's not. So yeah, it's a whole world of difference. Not really. Mm -hmm. You're still in Westchester, though. I think yep. more is similar than is different, probably. Definitely more similar. The day. I'm still doing classes. Um, now, if you talk to me this time next semester... Ooh. Be a completely different story because mm -hmm. I'll be student teaching. Where at? I don't know yet. You don't know yet? I what haven't you gotten out. I don't know, like October. Oh, it's yeah, it's still the beginning of the year. I yeah. being graduated, I have like no concept of, mm -hmm, of time. time in school. Right. And this time last year, I hadn't even student taught yet. 
when we did this last year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because it was, it was August or July. It was over the summer. Right. I was doing a practicum, but I was just about to start. It's so weird. I know. It is weird. So a lot has happened, I yeah. suppose. But more importantly than either of the events of our lives, uh -huh. 51 episodes of The Shakedown have happened That's since then. Insane. I guess 50, because that was one. This is 52. Right. So. That's crazy. You've been going like hard getting all those interviews. I have. It's tough. Mm -hmm. It's a tough life, mm -hmm. living this thug life like I do that face. Yeah, that's believable. <laughs> but um, uh, I missed a few weeks here or there, which is why uh, normally if I didn't, we would be hitting 52, exactly 52 weeks from when we did the last one. Okay. It's like a month extra. So it's okay. It's close enough, I figured, but I just wanted to celebrate with the very first guest oh. ever, the oh one who gosh. started it all. And I think you thought of the name too, so. I think I might have. It's only fitting. We spent a long time in your apartment, which you had just barely <laughs> moved into. Yeah, at that there was moment. nothing there. Like, we it were was just saying, unfurnished. On the yeah, we were in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. And you came, we, we labored. If any Shakedown listeners want to hear that story again, we mm -hmm. talked about it on the first mm -hmm. one um, with our much lower energy selves. <laughs> well, it was a long day till we got to the point of actually recording. It's true. We spent all morning debating and figuring out and then figuring out where to go you're right mm -hmm. but you gotta listen have you listened to it ever no since then? i don't i never listened to it because mm. i just didn't want to hear my voice on like a recording you gotta hear it it's way different you gotta hear part of that compared to part of this you'll okay. be shocked i'll have to but i'm scared that's that mm -hmm. um all right expect you to knock this out of the park but before you do uh -huh. what are you drinking Oh, I'm drinking a cookies and cream milkshake oh. from Amore in town, oh. local restaurant. I it's Amore, so good. Amore, it's I know. delicious. We I got know. pizza too, and it was well worth it. But mm -hmm. uh, this was your call, mm -hmm. the Amore milkshake. I'd never had one. I didn't even know they had it because it's kind of odd for like a pizza joint like that. Mm -hmm. I take back the word joint. They're not really a pizza joint. They're pretty fancy now. They've yeah. stepped up their game. Yeah. It's like a <laughs> sit-down like restaurant more than floors. anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, nicer floors. <laughs> it's true. Um, what did you think of it? I'm loving it. I got the same one you got, cookies mm. and cream. I was going to get vanilla. That's like my usual go-to. Mm. And then I just had this like existential moment where I was like... <laughs> Outside of your body <laughs> looking at yourself. I was like, vanilla is such a lame choice when you're at Amore getting a fancy new mm. milkshake. So I went with this too and it is very good. It has crushed cookies on top of it, I sprinkled know. on top. She spared no expense. I think she liked this. Mm. Mm. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Didn't like us that much. She didn't give us like free milkshakes That's or anything. That's true. <laughs> Next time we'll throw a wink in. Both of us? Yeah, we'll dual wings. That's true, like, Cause I think she she's bound to like one, one of us. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Or both. Ooh, you're right. Maybe we, like, remind her of her children or something. The <laughs> yes. little scampy redheaded child and... Not scampy. Scampy was a bad choice. I was thinking, no, that's like... fine. I was thinking, like, spunky, like... That's... That would be you know, acceptable. Uh, scampy was not what I meant. What does scampy even mean? I don't know. I just thought of shrimp scampy. And I just thought of that. <laughs> scampy, like a word you can no, use to describe something? No, I think you just made something. up that I didn't think it had like a positive connotation. <laughs> I mean like a little unctuous, like... That's fine. Um, is that a better choice? That's better. You know, you're full of moxie. Okay, a little, little redhead that's running around, and then like the other weird bearded one who's like, <laughs> like a beard at five years old. Like it's too well, far into well, puberty. Well, let's not be ridiculous. Yeah. But you know the thirteen-year-olds yeah. that have like weird mustaches. Yeah, they just don't know what to do with it, so they don't just all <laughs> like grow up and it's weird horrible. Angles. And it's like their dad needs to tell them, "Here, son, here's a razor. <laughs> Shave it off." There's always that kid. I was jealous yeah. of him that you know when I was growing up, but looking back. No, he Nothing peaked too soon. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It wasn't as big of an event because you no. couldn't compare with your friends. Exactly. You couldn't grow the longest beard because no one could else could grow a beard. You grew the longest beard 
by default, the minute right, you there was didn't no shave, it, was, it could have been one centimeter long. It was longer than everybody else. <laughs> so I think we probably reminded her of those two kids that she has. <laughs> probably. Most likely. But they're good milkshakes. Mm-hmm. Good recommendation. Thank they're you. Going away fast. Pizza was good too. Mm-hmm. And now you have no pressure, <laughs> but this is the Shakedown Anniversary Spectacular. So it better be Spectacular. better be good. Okay. Well, I mean, my first story... I don't live a very, like, crazy life, so it was hard for me to think of a good story that would just, like, blow you away for the <laughs> shakedown, because the other one was the most, my first story was the most, like, dramatic thing I've ever yeah, been involved in. Yeah, and I, and that's, I mean, that was it. That was the peak of my Go back and listen to that times. if you haven't heard it, Shakedown listener. Basically, mm-hmm. the, the long story short is that Emily made an enemy for life. Mm-hmm. I have a mortal enemy now <laughs> for life, which is something I'm happy about, just to say I have one. But Have you seen her since then? I've seen her par- her parents since then. I've at, like, running into, at like, grocery stores and now, stuff. Now, her parents were present when she slapped you in the face, so did they recognize you in the grocery oh, yeah. store? Did they you know talk? who I am. Yeah, they know who I what am. What did you say to them? Yeah, I didn't say anything. I just would be uh, just like, okay. Ah, and then just like... And they say hi back? You know, yeah, no, they wave. But no, like, like, evil stink eye? No, no. Wow. They were okay. They're nicer than her, so. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, man. Shots fired. Oh, that's great. Uh, but, no, she's fine. It's okay. Great. But anyway, so the story, I'm going to, this is the only thing I can think of, and it's not going to paint me in a positive light again, but yeah, you I, just keep doing that. I know, but these are kind of. I can't be held accountable for these because, <laughs> number one, I grew up in an area where there was not a lot to do. It was <laughs> suburban, but also kind of rural. It was okay. borderline. Okay. So, so there wasn't a lot of exciting things to do. I also grew up with a best friend who didn't take initiative to create games or do things a lot. Mm-hmm. So it was left to me every day. We lived next door to each other. Every day I had to figure out what we were doing. And I would get like continuously frustrated about what we would do because I'd be like, what do you want to do? And she goes, I don't know what you want to do. And I'd be like, gosh darn it. I didn't know any curse words at that point. Right. I was like, gosh darn it, why aren't you ever going to pick something for us to do? So I got to the point where I got so angry that I decided, okay, I'm going to start creating, fabricating lies and stories and create truths that are not true and see how long it takes her. So to just, figure out that this is a lie. You're just trying to fool your friend at, at this point. I have pure boredom okay. at this point. And I didn't know how far it would take me eventually. Like <laughs> You never knew that. I never knew that I could keep going and okay. that I'd find such enjoyment out of like Ooh. creating stories. Alright. So the first one was when we were probably about six or seven. My poor friend Courtney. I don't know how she's still my friend today. I convinced her. <laughs> so she loved cats. And I convinced her that. Um, there was cats buried in the ground. Okay. There was cats underground. Like, they had somehow gotten underneath there and were, like, in kind of, like, a tunnel cave situation. Mm -hmm. And we needed to dig to save them. Because I was just into digging and, like, archaeology stuff. Okay, so they're alive, though. Yeah, they're alive. We had to save them. Okay. And so we dug a hole for nearly six months. Every day we would dig at this hole. For six months we dug at it. Where is this? In your backyard, her backyard? In it's, between? In, it's in between our backyards, like in the very back so of our house. Commonish kind of ground. Yeah, it was there. in the middle. Okay. And somehow she believed it to be true. And at six, at six years old, she still believed that. Like it was yeah. a reflection on her, too, I would like to claim. Did your parents ever say, hey, what are you girls doing back there? Yeah, I just, we're digging. All right. I didn't tell six them year olds, yeah. yeah, it makes sense. 
So she was like adamant because she wanted a cat and her parents wouldn't let her. And this was like how she was going to get a cat. Save it from the underground Yeah, cat and I just railroad. thought it was so funny. And so I created this lie. And then I eventually I got bored. And so one day I was just like, can we go do something else? And she's like, well, the cats. And I go, no, that's not really true. And she just like, her world was crushed, oh, no. like crying, like couldn't even look at me. It was so funny. Wow. I felt... Is some funny to you? It was... I didn't feel yeah. a lot of remorse. At the time. <laughs> yeah, at you the thought time. it was totally funny. Yeah. Now I feel remorse. And we've talked about it since. And I've repented for my actions. <laughs> you got her cat. Yeah. yeah. But um, <laughs> one day I will. Uh, so that was that. The first taste of lime with her. Okay. And she's just the most gullible. So it was so easy. <laughs> so then the second time... Um, a little context. I live on like a street with a lot of elderly people, mm-hmm. and there was one man who kind of had uh, some sort of mental issue, and he would just walk up and down our street like constantly, like wore the same outfit, you know, like that person you always see in your town just walking mm-hmm. around. So that was him, and he was really scary to us when we were younger because we didn't know what you know he was about, and right. his name was Wally. And so one time we were um, playing outside, and I created this whole story that Wally took a kid like would keep like going kidnap people and that you had to be careful <laughs> and the reason I did this is because I wanted her to climb a tree and she wouldn't climb trees with me mm-hmm. so I pretended I told her that he was coming and that we had to climb in the tree and hide from him so he wouldn't see us <laughs> and so we I got her to climb like and I'd never seen her climb a tree and she like scampered up the tree like Tarzan like didn't even phase her climbed up and we like sat in a tree for like two hours which was like the time of my life like I was so happy um and it was the best thing ever and she, I loved did she it. notice that Wally never walked by um no because we couldn't really see oh uh, okay so I didn't have to explain the plot holes wow, in that's my life it was amazing these are well constructed right lines. right and so I mean there was more lies that happened after that and I mean things that she believed but they were much shorter lived than the cat one and the wallet one but mm-hmm. so then in um seventh grade I transferred schools um which was hard I guess for a middle schooler to transfer you know like it was I had to adjust and meet all new people and so it was it was a big change sure. and so like I guess I fell into my crutch of fabricating <laughs> stories because that was like something I was comfortable with so I told um this group of girls that I became friends with I told them that I was from Canada and that I lived in Canada for 10 years and then I moved to this area and went to another school in our area for three years and then I had transferred here and they're like oh my gosh like this is amazing you know we've never met anyone foreign before and I was like yes I know it's overwhelming so that night I went home and I researched Canada for hours upon hours upon hours and I, like, learned everything there was. I watched videos of people from Canada speaking so I could, like, oh try and, like, God. get, like, the, like, A. Or, yeah, like, gotta get that accent. I came in and do it, like. A boot. A boot. A, like, I don't know. So I learned that. And then I came back in the next day. And there's always that the one person who's skeptical of you or mm-hmm. just asks you a lot of questions. And it was, I was so lucky that it was the second day because I could answer every question. Yeah, it's a good thing you didn't run into them like, on day historical one. Historical stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, cultural, like, like, holidays and stuff. Like, I knew what was going on. And then I was going, I was like, in my mind, I was like, okay. I'll tell them, like, you know, at the end of the day or tomorrow that I'm not. And it'll just be, like, a funny joke. And maybe they'll think I'm kind of weird. But, like, be slightly maybe impressed that I pulled this off, right? Mm -hmm. 
in my mind, that was a way to make friends. Sure. Which is really... To lie to them, then reveal the lie. <laughs> I made fools of you all. My new friends. We must be your friends. She's so cool. <laughs> she could teach us to lie. Right. So, um, so Canada has an Independence Day. Mm-hmm. I don't remember all the specifics. Canadian Independence yeah. Day. And uh, I guess whenever it was, it was coming up. Mm-hmm. And uh, my friend, who was skeptical of me... He told our math teacher that I was from Canada. <laughs> told him I was from Canada. And he goes, oh my gosh, like, this, tomorrow's Canada's Independence Day. Or like, whatever it was. It was like, that sure. week was Canada's Independence mm-hmm. Day. He's like, so we'll have to like do a celebration. Like, wouldn't that be so fun? Like, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah. Like, what was I going to do? I was in front of this whole class. And like, I couldn't be like, oh, but I'm not. Like, it was too, I was in too deep. And then, um... <laughs> The lie yeah. just gets deeper and deeper. <laughs> and uh, so later that week, <laughs> no, we celebrate. No, we celebrated <laughs> Canada's Independence Day, and he brought me like a little flag. Oh wow! And uh, that was that. I I didn't keep up the lie. I ended up telling my friends that it wasn't true, mm-hmm. and we kind of. We kind of bonded over the hilarity that my teacher now thought it was true. Okay. So that was almost a lucky thing. Yeah, yeah. That was your buyout. Yeah, it worked out. So they all thought it was hilarious, I hope. <laughs> they told me. They probably were talking <laughs> Some about kind of alternate my podcast back. right now. Yeah, they're uh, they're like, complaining. I have this, there's a weird girl who made up this thing about Canada. <laughs> but uh, to this day, like I've seen my teacher. This teacher, he was amazing. He really helped me with math. And he taught actually me for two years. Still thinks. Oh, do you have to Canada. bring in that little Canadian flag every yeah, time? Yeah, I, I have it, it in like, your hair. Yeah. <laughs> I um, and it's <laughs> not it's not important enough that we like talk about it, but like if it were to come up, he would still believe that I have Canadian origins. Wow. And I'm not gonna tell him. You don't do the accent when you. <laughs> no. Hey, how long has it been since I seen you? It's been a boot fifteen years. Like... <laughs> I can just say I've like assimilated to this culture. Yeah, that's true, accent. and it's gone. And... Mm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Just lie more. That's a that's a good way to. And uh, I feel horrible, but now <laughs> I think I got all of my system because I literally can't lie anymore. Yeah. So that's pretty much it. So that's Canada. Mm-hmm. That was it. So was that like I hope your last, your most recent, mm-hmm. or is there one after that? I mean, we always tell like little white lies to people, like like yeah, I love I love those being shoes. on your podcast. <laughs> This is a really great podcast, Tyler. <laughs> no, I really like it. No, but no. You, know, you always tell a little... Well, sure, but not, not on the them. level that... I've never... These are, then. like, well-orchestrated. Or, right now, are you in the middle of a really good one? <laughs> the most developed lie, like... <laughs> we'll never know. Method acting right now. <laughs> um, no, but that was the last, like, true... I learned my lesson. Like, yeah. the fear of being found out by a uh, teacher yeah. and being shamed. That really of, like, ups the stakes. Of being a complete phony. More so than just like, we're digging for cats. Right, right. Um, Did you have shovels? Yeah, we had shovels. This is like a legit... How big was this hole? It was deep enough that my six-year-old self could stand in it and it was up to my shoulders. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Yep. It was pretty impressive and then I just got bored with that, but... Yeah. But I guess it always added excitement to what was dull. So I would lie, and it was cool, and I loved it, but now I'm... I'm... You hear that, everyone at home? <laughs> Any young listeners, uh, just make sure lying is cool. Lying's real cool, Do it all kids. the time? 
All the cool kids do it. At least you never believed your own lies. Yeah. So you, because when you, when we spoke earlier, you said I'm going to tell the story of when I used to be a pathological liar. Yeah. You're not. You weren't a pathological liar. That's true. You didn't believe there were cats under there. That's true. So I guess that's better. Is it though? Because if I, if it's, mm. if I know it's not true, right? Then they're not purposely kind of, deceiving. If I think right. it's true, then at least. But I my thought... understanding of a pathological liar is they are so. Determined to deceive, they convince themselves of okay. it. So it's like a whole nother level. Okay. Otherwise, like then there's like insanity where you believe That's things true. that aren't true. You know. That's true. I find that very interesting. It is very interesting. Um, so but no, I guess write I'm not. A thesis on this. Yeah, I'm not pathological. No. I was just bored. <laughs> so that's... I'm not pathological. <laughs> I was just bored. Wow. Uh, but you know, I haven't done it since. To that extreme, and uh, <laughs> I'm shocked because college is was your next opportunity to do that. So the next time you really go into an environment where nobody knows, you should have gone for the Canadian angle. You know, I've done the Canadian joke a couple times since for a very for like ten minutes. Okay, and then I've like revealed it because I've learned my lesson. Or I've done like little other jokes for like I mean my old roommate Sam. I do I mess with her all the time. Oh yeah, well yeah. just like straight lies like sure. Like, little stories. But, like, I would never carry them out to the extent I used to. And the two of you were both on the understanding that you were both doing that. Right. Which is a little different than your poor next-door neighbor. Yeah, just, I know. I know. So, since then, I'm a reformed liar. I'm much better. Okay. And I probably have healthier friendships now. (laughs) A little giggle at the end of that. (laughs) Probably now. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. That's solid. You Thank did, you. I'm gonna give it up to you. You did bring it. Thanks. You, you said you were gonna bring it. I tried to bring it. That was that was impressive. Good. I'm glad. You, you did. I don't know if you blew the old story, your first story out of the water, but this is on par for sure. I really appreciate. It. I tried to think of something good enough to be worthy of the shakedown. Well, the important the the thing that I appreciate about that good story so much is that you just kicked off the next fifty two. I'm excited you know? to hear where you this go with the, them. Ooh, ooh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. It's going to be great. I'm excited to hear where they go to. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Well, that's a whole year. That's it. It begins and ends with you, Emily. I appreciate it very much. Thank, Thank you, you for being here. Thank you for having me in your beautiful, humble abode here. <laughs> Thank you for the milkshake. Ah, uh, well, I'm Tyler Mertens. I'm Emily Palefka. And that was a year's worth of shakedowns. The shakedowns. I go to Pilates. Oh, life's so hard. Go to Amori instead. Get a six pack. Literally, you get a six pack from eating it. I can either go warm a six pack or I can go warm a six pack. Sounds easier. Consuming a six pack takes way less care. True. I don't know. It's kind of like an Olympic eating event if you eat it all by yourself. Yeah, that's impressive. That's a pretty good amount of food. The laughter and crying from sh- of shame that comes with like eating mm. it will create abs. 